So today, as part of our podcast series, which is powered by Upside Global, we have the honor to interview Alberto uh, Majorana, the head of licensing at Sorare, a leading NFT sports startups in soccer. Alberto, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Glad to, to be with you, uh, Julian. Great. So Alberto, what I wanted to talk to you about today is talk about Sorare, your company, uh, your role in the company, and also what is unique about Sorare, uh, the benefits for the teams and the leagues to use your solution and then your plans for the next 24 months. How does it sound? Mm -hmm. That's perfect. Let's go. Okay, great. So tell me tell me about Sorare so that people in the audience understand. Well, Sorare, first of all, is a French company with main office in, uh, in Paris. Uh, it was um, founded in 2018 by two um, blockchain entrepreneurs, uh, Nicola Yulia and uh, Adrian Monfort. Um, uh, they had... Uh, I think a great idea because they wanted to uh, to combine um, um, basically a fantasy football game uh, and uh, NFTs, um, and uh, and they were able to to create Sorare in that uh, in that way, uh, where you know users they can buy, sell, trade um, NFTs or digital player cards, and of course managing their their teams within the game. So. Basically, Nicola and Adrian was the objective was to to deliver a new, let's say, experience uh, uh, with the game and uh, using you know the blockchain technology, uh, in particular Ethereum. Um, and I can say that nowadays uh, we, I mean, we like Sorare, we are uh, quite a recognized and well known uh, platform. Um, we are leader in the NFTs, um, uh, football, soccer space. Um, where, I mean, we also have uh, hundreds of thousands of uh, users. Uh, we have uh, more than 140 soccer clubs uh, uh, under contract. Um, and there are also already existing several external platforms or websites developed by individuals or organizations dedicated to the game and platform that Sorare has developed so far. So basically, I can say that anyone, anywhere, can connect uh, with a beautiful game on Sorare. Okay, great. So what, what's your role at Sorare so that people understand? Yeah, my, my role is uh, to look after the, uh, the licensing business uh, and program. So I'm responsible for the licensing and basically uh, everything that is, uh, you know, uh, about deal uh, deals, negotiations um, with clubs, football organizations, leagues, uh, national teams, so basically, uh, I try to you know to sign deals with them and to onboard uh, to bring them on on Sorare, and it's a very exciting and uh, interesting role because I have the opportunity to talk with people from all over the world within the uh, football industry, and uh, I'm very glad and uh, honored to be part of the uh, Sorare team from the beginning. Great. So you know, so we have a lot of soccer teams in our network, and some of them already work with you guys, like Paris Saint Germain, Real Madrid. Uh, Chelsea and others and so for any teams uh, you know for the ones that are listening uh, if they would be interested in working with Sorare what would be the way to collaborate with you guys uh, in other words what, what's your business model when you're working with professional soccer teams yeah that's, that's a very good question I mean uh, as I said at the moment we have about 140 clubs um, so, which includes all the you know top uh, soccer clubs in the world like Real Madrid, Liverpool, PSG, um, uh, Boca Juniors, River Plate from from different, of course, countries and continents. I would say. Plus, 
We also have deals with five uh, football uh, leagues and their clubs, of course, like the Dutch League, uh, the MLS Player Association um, and a couple of Asian leagues. And we also started to work with uh, national teams or federations um, last month in June with the, with the start of the Euro tournaments. Uh, we were able to onboard on Sorare uh, France, uh, Germany yeah. and Belgium. So that was the first time for us. And, uh, you know, so far we have done a very, very good, uh, good business and uh, good numbers. Um, the business model, it's based on, uh, on licensing and partnership. So depending, of course, on the, on the, on the scope of the, of the cooperation. But basically, I mean, uh, um, the licensors, uh, basically they get different, uh, let's say, uh, benefits. Uh, to being part of Sorare. So not just, let's say, benefit in terms of, um, let's say, money and financial aspects, because, of course, we pay royalties uh, both on the primary market and the, on the secondary market. But also the benefit for them is to, you know, to be part of an ecosystem uh, populated by yeah, all the top clubs in the world, by a very, st- by a very strong and uh, loyal uh, user community, and where they uh, can engage um, and communicate with uh, uh, fans uh, all over the world through our platform, basically. So, you know, um, working and cooperating with Sorare, it's, uh, it's uh, let's say, to consider like in, in a more holistic way. So not to just in terms of, uh, okay, getting uh, revenue stream uh, because we pay the royalties and so on, but also because we offer really kind of a new media platform to engage and to have visibility and exposure uh, towards our audience. Um, our audience is quite diversified, is international, of course, is diversified. Um, geographically, um, about 20% of our users are located in the US, another 20% in, the US, in, in Asia, and the remaining 60% in Europe and the rest of the world. Uh, so, you know, the exposure for, for clubs, uh, it's very important and uh, they can also exploit their digital strategy and rights. Yeah, that makes sense. But thank you for sharing the, the stats. Um, you know, I, and you talked about some of the benefits, right, for the team, such as increasing the you know, fan engagement, driving additional revenue. Uh, any other benefit that you see for the teams that would want to work with you guys? Yeah, I mean, they, of course, can uh, can definitely um, position, let's say, themselves like digital leaders and also engage with new techno- with a new and emerging technology. So not only blockchain, but also the NFTs, right? So uh, that, that's important because it, it gives the possibility to, um, to exploit uh, their, uh, especially their digital rights in a different way. And therefore, you know, um, engage with their fans and, uh, of course, generating revenue. That makes sense. Uh, so, you know, I, I've been following the NFT sports market for some time. And to be perfectly transparent, I feel like there's a lot of hype about NFT in sports. I almost feel like, you know, in 2006, when mobile advertising, for example, was really taking off and everybody was, all the startups out there were kind of saying, oh, we got an NFT. Uh, platform and you know and I was talking to a, a, a club soccer club recently and they did mention to me that they fit, they felt like many of those NFT sports startups did not have a solid business model mm-hmm. would you agree with your assessment I'm not talking about you guys I'm just talking about in general right the competition would you agree with that yeah I mean, uh, 
Yeah, that's that's another good question. I mean, of course, the the development uh, and the growth of the NFT space, in particular in the sports category, has been very very quick um, in the last uh, six twelve months. I mean, until six months ago, probably nobody knew almost about NFTs, and nowadays yeah. it's you know on 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 media and mainstream every day. So the yeah. development has been has been great. Uh, we are lucky, let's say, or uh, you know that um, Nicola and Adrian founded Sorare already three years ago, so they well yeah. anticipated the explosion of the NFTs uh, and based on a very strong and consolidated business model. Uh, so first of all, we deal only with clubs based on on contract and the licensing. So all our clubs are officially licensed. That's very important because you know we do everything let's say officially and uh, and uh, you know based on, on on that kind of cooperation and then also that we look for sure in, in the long term so the fact that we combine nft and fantasy football game is very important because we give to our users the the possibility to use the nfts in the game so not just trading or collecting the nfts or the cards but also using them in the game so getting an additional experience um, possibly winning prizes and rewards every week, and uh, um, and you know, and, and being part of the ecosystem with other users. So that's very important for us. Now about the market, of course, like any any emerging technology, of course the market, um, you know, uh, the competition, the market um, arrives, uh, and you know, um, I, I think that nowadays there is maybe a little bit of confusion also on the market because. You know, uh, clubs, as you mentioned, or or, or leagues and so on, um, they might get uh, you know a little bit of uh, um, different information on the market, and maybe they also have a lack of knowledge about the technology. So I think that sometimes uh, you know there might be a a risk uh, for those people to lose opportunities in the market just because maybe they they look all at the financial aspect of the opportunity of the deals when i think uh, you know they should look a little bit more broader um so not just the the financial aspect but also what is the opportunity for them in the long term and to you know to engage with the fans um i mean the dif- the differences between the, the the you know the players in the markets uh and so on and so forth so I think that we need to work a little bit more to the education and uh, um, sides. So educate people, giving them more knowledge and awareness about, you know, what is the opportunity coming from the uh, from the technology in the NFT space. I think you're right. I think education is going to be a big part of the success. And just like you said, educating the teams, right, of the benefits <laughs> of the technology and so on. Uh, okay. Now, my next question, my next question is, you know, so rare your company, you guys have done a phenomenal job, you know, focusing on soccer teams. You mentioned 140 teams that you sign up already. Uh, do you plan to focus on other sports in the future, like basketball or uh, maybe American football? Or do you have any plans to do that? Mm-hmm. Well, since, since day one, I would say that Sorrera has been 100% focused on, on soccer or football. Uh, and yeah. that is, uh, let's say, in our DNA. Um, so that also led us to become um, quick, let's say quickly, um, leader in the NFT football category uh, by far. 
and to develop our position. Um, of course, our main focus uh, is and remains um, soccer. Um, there is a lot to do. To do is the biggest uh, sport in the in the world. So you know, uh, we still have a lot of effort and uh, things to to develop and to let's say to conquer in that uh, in that um, in that sports category. Um, well, I don't exclude that new and selective sports could become, you know, of some interest for us um, in the future. Maybe to explore the opportunities and to evaluate if, you know, if something is really interesting and worth to um, uh, to invest and to to jump in. Okay, no, that makes sense, and I, I'm sure you know you guys have done already a good job in soccer. So I don't see why you wouldn't be successful in other sports. But like you said, I think there's enough to do in, in soccer already, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Before you go and jump into other sports. Uh, so w- what are your plans for the next 24 months? Is it to expand maybe in the North America market? You mentioned the MLS. You signed a deal with them. Uh, w- what are your plans for the next 24 yes. months? Uh, yeah, in the next, uh, let's say, 12, 24 months, uh, our plans are more or less the following. So first of all, we want to accelerate the hiring process. So we have we are hiring at the moment a lot of uh, um, new positions and roles, especially engineers, developers, product leads, and so on. So, you know, all our open positions are available on the website, of course, and uh, we are uh, we welcome people to to apply uh, and to join, let's say, a top class team that is at the moment, you know, what is so rare. The the second goal is to. Uh, to continue to onboard, of course, the top clubs and also the top 20 uh, soccer leagues in the world. Uh, that's very important. Uh, beside that, of course, we want to continue to uh, to sign deals um, with national uh, teams. Uh, so, you know, next to Germany, France and Belgium that we, are, we already have in our in our family, let's say. Um, we're also looking to, to develop uh, um, a mobile application. That's something, you know, down the road. Um, I don't know exactly yeah. when it will be ready, but it's something that is, of course, in our... Uh, pipeline for development and in terms of uh, geography you touch the US yes of course the US and uh, Euro- Europe are two of our biggest let's say focus in terms of, of growth and expansion in the US we work already with um, with MLS Player Association has been uh, it's a very very uh, very good cooperation so far um, we started to work with them last year um, but we also want to to focus in some in some Asian market in particular Japan and South Korea Korea uh, and that will be down a little bit uh, later this year. I mean, uh, we also work with the, those two leagues, so the Japanese and the South Korea leagues. So you know, they bring a lot, of course, of um, of users from from that part of the world. Great. And wh- what about the uh, Brazilian soccer leagues? Uh, we have a relationship, for example, you know, with Botafogo Football Club, uh, and then also I think for you guys to sign the the national Brazilian soccer team, La Seleção, you know, would be a mm-hmm. big deal. Uh, do you have any plans for South America? Yeah, last last year, uh, last year, of course, our main focus was Europe. I mean, we were still a small team. We were growing very quickly, and uh, of course, Europe also in terms of vicinity is our our continent. And uh, we were focused a lot on on signing uh, all the top European clubs. Um, but uh, since uh, end of last year and beginning of this year, we have been focused more and more on the LATAM on South America. So yeah. at the moment, we have about uh, yeah about five six um, Argentinian clubs, including River Plate, Boca Juniors, Racing. We have uh, I think if I remember well three Mexican clubs, um, and we also signed the first. Uh, Brazilian club uh, one two months ago, uh, Atletico de Mineiro. 
yeah. that was a very successful partnership. And of course, I mean, we are going to announce uh, some more club from Brazil in the coming weeks. So stay okay. tuned on that. Have you talked to you about Tafogo football club by any chance? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, of me. course, we are in touch with, with many clubs there. Okay, uh, congrats on that. Uh, last question. So what do you think will be the biggest challenges to overcome in the world of NFT in sports and why? I know we talked about there's a lot of yes. hype. There's a lot of startups maybe who may not have a good business model. Uh, so what, what do you think will be the biggest challenges to overcome? Yeah, as I said before, I, I, I am convinced that the biggest uh, really uh, challenge is uh, to uh, is to 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 educate people, is to make sure that they understand, you know, the, the differences in different um, uh, business models and uh, and uh, product offering. Uh, for example, between I don't know a uh, NFT and a fan token. So even even basic let's say differences that might be for us um, let's say obvious, but for many people it's different to it's a little bit more difficult to understand, especially if they are not um, involved very much in the innovation or technology, uh, and they are more on the business and commercial side of the of the organization. So in my opinion, it's education, it's uh, transferring knowledge, is uh, you know working in partnership with 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 your uh, licensor or partner. I mean, in in a view of long term, uh, because of course, I mean, we are just at the beginning of our journey. Uh, we know that uh, as a story, we we are going to be here for for long time. And we are just at the beginning of our development, of course. Um, but and then in terms of competition, yes, I mean, of course, now a lot of people are entering the market, offering different things, um, and maybe overpromising in a way. But uh, you know, as as any any category, any sector um, which involves uh, technology and innovation. Um, you know, there will be a time when there is consolidation, uh, and yeah. you know, uh, and only few maybe projects will uh, will uh, will survive or will uh, will become very very big and relevant in the industry. So um, we 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 are still at the beginning. We need to to, to wait a little bit, but um, I think that um, you know we are on the on the right path, uh, and what we have achieved in the last. Uh, even six twelve months is very very incredible for this new technology. So that's that's uh, that's great. Well, I agree with that. And so uh, maybe la one last quick question. So um, for any team who's interested in to work with you guys, uh, what do you think would, would be your competitive advantage over the competition? If you had to summarize that. Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, I think we are the only ones, uh, if I'm not mistaken, in the market at least in the in the NFT sports or football category where we are uh, to really offer the combination between NFT and fantasy football game. So the utility or our NFT in the game, it's very, very unique in that direction. Um, that's, the, that's the first, let's say, um, uh, advantage or you know, unique point. The second one is that we already have a very well-oiled uh, and, let's say, working product so we don't need we don't need to develop anything from the scratch. We already have uh, you know our our game uh, our platform working very well. And the third thing is that um, you know uh, we um, yeah we have uh, created this ecosystem of all the top clubs and uh, organiz football organizations in the world. Uh, we have a quite consolidated and loyal uh, community of users. Um, and uh, uh, like last point, I would also like to add that. Uh, we are supported and backed by uh, both 
big financial um, institutions like investors, you know, uh, like uh, yeah. Benchmark and the sales, the big uh, U.S. venture capital funds, uh, but also by um, very, very high-profile um, uh, individual investors, um, including a lot of uh, past and present football players PK, like right? Rio Ferdinand. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes, Piquet, Griezmann, uh, Rio Ferdinand, Oliver Birov. So we have a quite big uh, base of investors which you know believe and trust in us. And that's very important also, you know, in terms of development and uh, financial, let's say, um, background for us, of course. Well, congratulations on that. So, look, we, we are arriving at the end of the interview. So I want to thank you for your time. It was a pleasure talking to you and uh, all the best for the future. Thank you very much, Julian. Thanks for, for inviting me. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.